0: Welcome to the Tragedy Academy, where you are the teacher and we are the students. Together, we will learn from past tragedy to lay the foundation for a better humanity. The only supplies you'll need: an open mind and a sense of humor. So, tilt that chair back, talk out of turn, and never raise your hand. Because this is the Tragedy Academy and classes in session. Non-Purist Scholar.
1: So you remember, you heard me say like, remember that crap, right? Yes. Like the little slogans for, do those exist anymore? Do we have so many like little things that they, there's too many for you to catch on to one?
0: Yeah, because you used to watch it the same shit every day. Like Nick at night, if you had cable, like rich kids. And then, uh but like you'd hear the same shit over and over again. Now it's a thousand different things from every direction.
1: Right? Well, when are we going to end up, remember, have you watched, uh, I'm sure you have, um, the one with Sylvester Stallone and the Taco Bell restaurant, um, Demolition Man.
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: So, when they're doing, like, the mini jingles, and, like, they're like, Oscar oh, Mayer, Oscar, oh, yeah. you know, and they're, like, singing along like it's a real song. Is that TikTok?
0: Yeah, that was Vine, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I never Vined. I, like, just completely missed Vine. I like, like was that like you TikTok? used that
1: as a verb. Vined. Vine. yeah like <laughs> well we're not going to be a vine we're not going to be any of that shit welcome to the tragedy academy a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor my name is Jay and I am joined by my co-host Gary what is up my man
0: how you doing I'm not a
1: vine <laughs> not a vine <laughs> this is not a vine this is not a vine this is not a, like, isn't it just a loop?
0: <laughs> yeah. There's actually a vine, like, right behind your head, I just noticed. Is that is a real plant? Really?
1: Oh, yeah, that's, like, the, the mm-hmm. Roku vine when you are when you haven't uh, touched the TV in a while. It's yes. on, like, I don't know. That's the background that was chosen. I think it's the default one. But- no,
0: you got to, no, you, it's a literal plant that
1: is alive. Oh, like you're talking site. about the tree. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, it, I see. It's actually you know. Yeah. God, man, we're already all over the place. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I was just, got we're distracted. back guys, bigger, better than ever. Um, we're a whole new team. We've got Gary and myself, um, Bonapino's back, our intern. He's going to be in and out as usual. He, uh, started going to school local. So we got him back around. We have Jennifer. Jennifer is going to keep <laughs> us in line. You want to tell everybody about Jennifer and how she's going to keep us in line?
0: Oh, I don't know how she's going to do that, but she's a, she's a librarian and an archivist, which does not design houses. Um, That's an architect, but she's really smart and she's trying to keep us in line. When she's not around, we say really stupid things. When she is around, we do with judgment. So uh, we're looking forward to having her on. Well, she, um,
1: she's like the leader of a daycare, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a daycare teacher. That's what she is
0: yeah it's like really like she's really smart you know and she puts up with us so hopefully she's the host of big
1: book energy she's an archivist she's a librarian she's got a million degrees and definitely allows us to be able to be kids while we've got an adult in the background getting all of the important stuff done so we appreciate her so thank you jennifer um and she's the host of big book energy which is super cool she's going to bring some books to the show and uh, we're going to start putting together like a tta collection of books that we endorse and stuff like that. You know, bring a little little intelligence to the mix.
0: <laughs> yeah, I won't be recommending too many. I sent over the Kelvin and Hobbes greatest hits and she's like, no, nah, this isn't what I do. So,
1: yeah, Gary, would you please stop sending pamphlets? These it's don't like, count. <laughs> they're, they're
0: really long pamphlets. They're printed on both sides. It's more words than you think. They,
1: they're like the accordion style. Yeah, it's like, come on. That would be hysterical. So, yes, we have uh, Jesse is new this. uh, Well, I keep saying season, but we're not doing seasons. We're just relaunching. So I I try to get that word out of my system because we're not going to keep doing this over and over again. We're going to be running pretty constantly. So Jesse is now part of the team and uh, he actually hosts a newer show, Convoluted Crime um, or Convoluted. That's what it's called. Um, and he works with exonerees interviewing them, things like that. And he's, uh, really good with, uh, cameras and audio stuff. And he helps us out. He helped us out during our, uh, our openers. We had, uh, four guests and uh, he did really good on the board. We didn't give him a microphone. Apparently we should have. Um, he had things to say after the fact.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like I thought we thought of everything, but I was kind of not trying to die in Florida. And I forgot about a microphone. Um, that state wants me dead. um, I don't know what i'm gonna do about
1: that you did get a little overwhelmed with the uh, wildlife here that's the one thing that people don't get that florida is not just wild people (laughs) there's wild animals
0: i don't know how it's still a thing like how everybody's managed to survive this long there it's like let's go to the mall and there's something that tries to eat you like why
1: Nah. Yeah, well, for those of you that don't know, Gary ran into the sandhill crane that frequents the area around our home. There's a, a whole bunch of them. And for those of you that don't know, they're about four foot tall. They're like human height. <laughs> and they're assholes. Yeah, they stand in the road and they don't move and they look at you as if I dare you, because you will be mowed down by every person in the neighborhood for messing with one of those birds. And they yeah. have a, a beak on them that looks like a bayonet. <laughs> it's it's so like long. this long. <laughs> like, it's like eight inches long. It looks like if they pecked you one time in the thigh, they would bust your femoral artery and you'd be done.
0: I, I love Florida. Behind me is a guy in a huge lifted truck. What the fuck, go! And on the sides of Karen going, you're going too fast. Like I'm like, I'm not <laughs> do. <laughs>
1: There's nothing you can do here. You're perpetually no, like, ah. wrong,
0: yeah, Florida. Yeah. You
1: are just wrong. That you'll be wrong in front of somebody at some juncture because it's such a multi, it's such a diverse group of people that you will be judged from every direction by one of the groups at any given time.
0: It's good. I'd rather that than like all the same people judging me. So it's like, spread it around.
1: It's like, like a CNC, you pull the string and it's like, uh, the redneck says you're not a patriot. (laughs) Like I don't know. (laughs) Like, the karen says get off my lawn or pick up the poop <laughs> yeah we're supposed CNC to pick it up I, yeah yeah
0: pick up the poop that I, i'd buy that <laughs> you'd buy a pick up the poop see and
1: say yeah
0: i mean you know like <laughs> be pretty funny
1: I, you know what we should Poops invent funny. a CNC say that only spits out the most common things that are said in a facebook community group oh shit <laughs> cut your grass. Yeah. So they paint your shutters on. <laughs>
0: yeah. Don't park your car on the street. Whose yeah, dog it's is all this? that kind of stuff.
1: All right, before we uh we're going to get oh, all uh randy. Oh man. Uh might be calling my real life into this for a minute. <laughs> yeah, so, we starting. actually did have a really good run of guests here and Gary did fly in from Vegas and it was a lot of fun. Um the guests are amazing. You want to tell them who we're opening with? Man, like,
0: I'm in my 40s. I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and wrestling was everything to us. And uh, we had Ellie Neidhart, uh, who was married to Jim the Anvil Nightheart, who I always was. I had the flat top. My brother always wanted to be, you know, the good-looking one. So we grew up watching and idolizing the wrestlers, and she is wrestling royalty. And uh, it was really awesome having her.
1: It was amazing, because not just a Nightheart, but also a heart. Yeah. And during that whole entire episode, I, I had goosebumps because she was doing nothing but just dropping names so of many. everybody I loved in my childhood. Yeah.
0: yeah, like, you know, I interview famous people all the time, fighters and different athletes. And, yeah, I don't get starstruck very often, but she's like, yeah, the Iron Cheek and Junkyard Dog rover over for Thanksgiving and Coco Beware's in the backyard. Like, what are you talking about? Rewind. And she <laughs> right? just. Yeah, she just keeps going. I'm like, well, we need to talk about this junk hair dog in the backyard thing. Like, in, like, the oh, like Iron a wrestling was on
1: your couch. Like, I okay, hold on a minute. You don't drop all these names without giving a story with each and every one of them because you're 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 going too fast for me. I need to know all about this.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just cool. You know, it's like there wasn't a lot of different things in the '80s. We all liked similar things, right? Throw us into a million channels and whatever. If, if you're a dude, you probably liked wrestling and they were responsible for much of our entertainment escapes from reality the minus 20 degrees i grew up in in cleveland and we stared at the tv but
1: you know she was there for all of it which was really dope that was the escape for the blue collar world i mean i'm not trying to segregate anything but i gotta tell you you don't get you know look forward to in the 80s as a blue collar family but saturday morning with the wwf on sitting there you know listening to like Buddy, love, go. I love you, or some stupid yeah. shit like that. You'd be so happy. You just sit there and fucking watching Rowdy Roddy Piper or Hulk Hogan, and she's dropping all these names. Like she walked in the door, looked at Riley the Bull Mastiff, and she's like, "Oh yeah, the Dynamite Kid had a Bull Mastiff." Was the first thing she said when she walked in, I'm like, "The Dynamite Kid."
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, we just called him the Kid. Like what?
1: <laughs> yeah, it oh,
0: was super cool.
1: Amazing episode and what I, what I loved was that she highlighted how family was the cornerstone of everything that they've done in their, you know, entire existence as the night hearts and hearts, you know, that they've always stuck together. That's where we came up with uh, the upcoming new types of episodes where we have Sunday dinner that came from her describing the uh, big family dinners they had out there in Calgary, where the dungeon was, Stu Hart and all that stuff and having all those legends standing around a table together, eating and, you know, enjoying time together. So Gary suggested, uh, much like the Italian tradition, my wife is Italian as well, um, that we start to implement a Sunday dinner episode where we bring the people at work on the show together to just kind of talk about life, hang out, there's no rules, no, um, judgment, just whatever. It's just like a normal Sunday dinner at home. A lot of music this season. We're super pumped about that. Yes. And our second guest was uh, rapper and hip hop artist Matthew Shiel. Amazing dude. He um, shows you what authenticity is really about and super humble for being such a gifted artist.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I'm really quick to judge, especially hip hop artists, the thing I love the most. And, you know, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, whatever. It's going to sound like everybody else. And he won me over not only with the music, but just his approach to things and just about community and having people close to him that push him creatively and and have his back and just not trying to conform to what already exists, but just be his own person. And if people like it, they're going to like it for him. Why would you want someone to like you for someone you're not? And if everybody was like that, we'd have a lot more art, better art and a lot less bullshit to sift through.
1: Yeah, it was. It's real. His music is real, and the way that he approached it, I love the vibe that he puts off in his songs. I think you had compared it to very uh, Tribe Called Quest, similar to that vibe. At least uh, the last song we listened to, amazing stuff. Amazing interview. Shit. I had a great time. Got uh, two other guests, and uh, one of them was another Neidhart, um, Jenny Nightheart. She's a social media influencer and daughter of Jim the Anvil and Ellie. She came in and spoke with us as well. That was a fun interview. She's so proper.
0: Yeah. It's like she, someone has to be the proper one when there's like all wrestlers around, I think, you know, it's like everyone's crazy and she was the one that's like, hey, we got to keep this like neat. And like, I mean, someone's got to be that person. Or it'd
1: be just chaos. I feel like I have to comb my hair. Like that's a person when you're there, you have to comb your hair when you sit in front of her because she has, she's dignified. She has an air about how she, you know, she's very compassionate, she thinks about things before she speaks. It was it was really interesting to watch how some people communicate differently than others and I could see that she was a very open to listening and then forming what it is that she wanted to talk about and being articulate and also considerate of the ears that uh, the things that she was going to say were going to fall on. You could see that. It's very rare that you see that kind of calculation and the humbleness. Um, because, I mean, she's a beautiful woman. She's an influencer and she's got a lot of followers. And you wouldn't know that by talking to her.
0: Yeah, I'm the opposite. And I could learn a lot from people like that because I just spout out whatever comes, you know, into mind. And that gets me in a lot of trouble. And, you know, more than me, like my family and stuffs, like, oh, shut up. Like you got the same last name as us. Um, but, you know, I think.
1: Uh, <laughs> you're you know, you're shaming the name.
0: Yeah, I've, I've been known to do that a time or two, but it's, it's good to see, you know, the other side and there's like a happy medium for me. I can never go all that way. Cause I just, I'm not proper.
1: No, I just, you feel, you feel like she genuinely cares about what you're saying and she genuinely cares about what she's telling you. And that's, that's a rare thing in this day and age. That sounds like the beginning of family matters. rare yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I just, I just dated the shit out of myself.
0: Yeah, we gotta we gotta do a remake of that song, I think. But uh, like it's uh, oh, you it's, want me to, cool to sample
1: see. Urkel? Should we, oh, I is think that so. the first challenge you're gonna make me sample Urkel in a in a song? Because that's something we were talking about doing this year. Is yeah, um, doing some challenges with each other and different people having some different uh, artists, rappers, um, no. vocalists, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Just kind of uh, sharing our art with each other. Yeah, if you do any kind of
0: music, whether it's. Classical to rock country or whatever. whatever. Um, we'd like to collaborate and just make cool shit. And, you know, Jay has this weird-ass talent of taking the worst sounds you've ever heard in your life and <laughs> making them sound, you know, like, I don't even know, like, kazoos and fucking bike. <laughs> Fucking bells, and I mean, I don't even know what these things are. I'm like, oh, and then oh, that's oh, that sounds good. Like, oh, all right, like that's a weird talent to have, but you pull it off. You know, I think I, I just know. figured it out.
1: I have such an annoying voice and human nature that I have learned to take annoyance and turn it into something tolerable for other people. It's literally <laughs> your job. <laughs> like, make <laughs> myself palatable. <laughs> yeah. good.
0: It's just it's oh, well. You know, like a lot of people watch this, so it's working. Yeah, you right. got me as a fan and then on as a guest and like yeah, hey, you're here. doing
1: something right. Yeah. Um Hell you know yeah. what? Just enjoying it. Enjoying the process and the rest of it just kind of comes with it. And um that you honestly you brought up something. I want to thank you cuz that is how we met was that uh, Gary was on the show last year. Um I had interviewed him about uh a couple of projects that he was working on. Um one of the books that I'm still hounding him on that I want him to do all, a- all aliens welcome. Um, Talking about diversity and inclusion and graffiti art and that kind of thing because Gary's from, uh, you know, Cleveland, inner city and that was something that he grew up with and we formed our friendship off of that uh, music and art and started sharing things back and forth and ended up becoming really good friends and spending time together, you know, talk every day damn near. Um, about all sorts of stuff. Half of it's not about work or actually like 99% of it's not about work.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's why we have some people that help us with that because Yep, I need someone to help, you know, keep me focused. So, but Jennifer it's like, Jennifer and Taryn. Yeah, they're, uh,
1: they're on point. They deal with us and they seem happy about it. Yeah, but I, I think I was describing it to you earlier. My wife has accepted me and she's a very accepting person. She doesn't judge people, which is, you know, rare in this world and she does have this thing though where she looks at me when i do something stupid or she's she's not disappointed in me it looks like she's disappointed <laughs> in herself for choosing me
0: <laughs> yeah like you guys have been together for so long that you're not going <laughs> to surprise her she's just surprised no. that she's like oh, god to deal with this shit huh
1: <laughs> it's amazing i don't know how she's here I love her dearly. She's the cornerstone of everything that I do. I wouldn't be here without her. I'd be dead 10 times over. Yeah, she just um, brought
0: you a lasagna. I'm like, huh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's hey, ever brought hey, me a
1: Sunday lasagna. Dinners gonna great. Yes. Sunday dinners are going to be great. Sunday dinners are going to be great. We're going to do some in-house too. We're talking about we're trying to put some plans together to uh, fly everybody into one location, uh, bring in Jennifer and uh, the rest of the team and sit around and uh, have some real food and um, spend time together and get to know everybody out there and let them get to know us and show what this entire thing is about you know it's a show created to bridge societal divides in a judgment-free zone using candor and humor we're just trying to bring everybody together get everybody a seat at the table not judge people and get rid of those preconceived notions or step past implicit bias you know that people don't even realize that they have and have those open dialogues in a place where they're not going to feel judged or you know they're going to get attacked for having an opinion they didn't know was an opinion
0: yeah, it's like people, a lot of times now are just so afraid to say the wrong thing that they don't want to talk about anything. And like, if you grew up in a place where there's no Chinese people or no black people or no Jewish people, like you don't know their customs and their cultures and how they operate, you get a very small glimpse on TV. That's usually got some motive. So like people act much different once they've sat down, had a meal with somebody, talk to them, see that most people want the same shit, you know, they want to be happy, they want their family to be healthy. You know, what you see on TV about certain groups of people is always a snippet. And you know, there's places in this country, which is crazy.
1: Yeah. You've spent decades in reality TV and social media and all different sorts of platforms, and I, I love that you have that insight because I don't think people are aware of how much their reality is created for them and thrust upon them than it is their own creation. A lot of the stuff that we get are, like you said, they're micro slices of interactions between people that highlight certain things that they want you influenced by, whether it be your personal feelings or your judgment or, you know, money or whatever it is, they're trying to elicit a response with these slices and they're not the full picture. And I think that you're a great person to bring that to light when we have these conversations about what people actually don't know.
0: Yeah. And it's like not always like a malicious thing. It's just like geography. Like I I was in Memphis for a long time and went to the barbershop and they said they never had a white person in there. And they were, you know, in business over 20 years, never like one time. And I'm like, they probably had, but they're maybe exaggerating a bit, but it's just weird to be in a place in America where they've never had a white person. And like, there's, you know, I have white friends that like don't really have any black friends and black friends that don't really have any white friends. And like just you know when i grew up in cleveland there's black people and white people we didn't have any asians or hispanics or anybody else around really a few but you know we just had that's it so i didn't know anything about you know these other cultures because you had very limited access to information too like no tv fun
1: to learn about yeah they're so fun to learn about and people that have listened to the show for a while there's an episode a while back with andre and nikki lanier on if you've listened long enough you know that you know i grew up in a very hillbilly rural area Weren't many black people at all, but my best friend, he's, he's black and he's from Chicago, you know, it's, it's not about where you're from. It's about how you treat each other and the relationships that you create out of mutual interests or the fact that you can recognize that someone loves their family and that, you know what, having someone love their family in front of you can be a reason that you're friends with someone.
0: Yeah, like, the big thing is just, just be cool, you know, treat people well, and, like, if you don't know something, ask, and, like, don't be a dick if somebody doesn't know something, you know, like, and I think that everyone's, like, wants, like, everyone to be the same. Like, equal is not the same as, like, being, you know, it's, like, two years. shit. has
1: got two dads and two moms. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't get any more diverse in this show than that. Like, yeah.
0: Like everybody doesn't have to be like white bread or this or that. It's like bring your own shit to the table. Don't shit on mine. Don't you like whatever? Like I, and when you had me as a guest, I I talked about how my friend's parents would always make spaghetti or something Italian, whether they're black or Irish, whatever. And like, I didn't want that. Like my mom makes that shit every night. Like, what do you make? That's dope that I haven't had before. Like bring your shit to the table. And like, that's what makes America great is that we have all these different cultures and things to draw from. But as an
1: adult, looking back, I'm sure you can recognize now that the people that made you spaghetti cared so much about you that they wanted you to have a comfortable time in their home and be fed well, which people. Because all love. It's always love. Yeah. Always love. And we need to highlight that more. That's why I'm excited about the Sunday dinner stuff. Plus I like to eat. Um,
0: yeah. I called it colored greens for like years. Cause they like wouldn't like, <laughs> they wouldn't correct me. And I was like, Hey, you should have corrected me Jesus. before. Like I went somewhere where that wasn't yeah. you, good. You and you my know?
1: racist like, uncle Randy. Yeah. We yeah called like, it I,
0: that. <laughs> I didn't know. Like I was like 12 years old. Like had a, no, I a, a barbecue once. And this lady's like, what did you call those? I'm, like, well, that's what they're called. She's like, no, they're not. They're collared. I'm like collared. That's not a thing. I'm like getting yelled at and shit. I'm like, Oh, like I, I, I told my He's like, yeah, fucking, we always talk about how you call it the wrong. I'm like what?
1: Like, don't. I love friends yeah. that don't tell you. I, those are yeah. my friends. They would do that. They would yeah. let you go out there and navigate the world with the wrong vocabulary just because they love that. You're telling people something that just is completely it's, nonsense. It's hilarious.
0: But like now, like I would get fired for saying that and they'd be like, it wouldn't be just a mistake. Yeah. It'd be like, Oh man, like there's no tolerance. And like, that's ridiculous because it's having an, you know, an effect where people can't be open at all anymore. And it's like counterproductive.
1: It's all about intent, man. Yeah. It's all about intent. If your intent is to harm with your words, then that's the ones that you take issue with. Not the ones that are made as a mistake. We can't jump on people for saying things that they didn't know were wrong yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, you know.
1: And there's not much there's not many people out there that don't know things i'm not saying like oh you know you know they've never seen a whatever race or something like that no that's not what i'm saying but to a certain degree there's a lot of implicit bias and we're going to try to highlight a lot of those out there so that people can learn that what they've been using as their way of navigating society um you know before they figure out that it's actually not an acceptable way to navigate society. Um, it's kind of like comedians i love comedians and and stand-up because you're able to call out the most iconic issues with society without offending somebody individually and i think that some you of the were smartest allowed moms... to yeah like george carlin yeah, yeah
0: he would get canceled in like four minutes today which is like the sad thing it's like you God have good, to, wouldn't he you have to like leave that open um and we, we, me and my friends got through a lot of like our differences by just breaking each other's balls about like ethnicities and shit like that. And it's like give and take and like pointing out the terrible things, but in a humorous way, cause you gotta, you can't just talk about it sometimes. Cause no one wants to hear it, but if you wrap it in comedy or music or something, it's like the Trojan horse that gets it in there and like, it'll open up the conversation, but now one of diffuses the
1: situation. Laughter is a gateway to a lot of healing. That's why they tell people that have like any kind of disease or that they're combating that they should watch funny movies, laugh as much as they can, change the level of their energy and get happy. It's because it truly does help you transform and grow. And I think that um that's going to be one of our cornerstones of this, you know, relaunch is that we stay true to the things that we believe help us as humans integrate and become more accepting and that's things like humor authenticity loving who you are getting out there sharing your music sharing your art whatever it is that makes you unique and who you are Gary's a shoe guy I'm a t-shirt guy you know I like socks he likes hats we have we have unique things that we're gonna share you know Jennifer's gonna share intelligent shit not fucking nonsense items like I just named off like books and (laughs) things that'll help you grow as a human (laughs) You can read uh, a shoe,
0: but you can't wear books. That's that's a thing. Ah, write that down. You could read a shoe, but you can't wear books.
1: (laughs) Fucking t-shirt.
0: Look, all these have writing on them somewhere. I don't even know how
1: to process that. That doesn't
0: make any sense.
1: I don't even know how to take that. So, (laughs) but but you actually bring up a good thing, though. Um, The nonsense and the things where we're just completely raw... That's going to be detention episodes. We're going to have some of those where we probably bring in some comedians, things like that, and we go off the script. Like, we don't even have scripts anyway. But we're going to just go off the hinges and just let it see what happens, throw shit at the wall. So if you see a detention episode pop up, just know that there's an MA in there and you might not want to have your Nana in the car when you're driving to work listening to it. Unless she's Um, hot. (laughs) <laughs> hot nana <laughs> is nana and hot supposed to go in the same thing? i don't know i'm just like trying to get people sense? ready
0: for this detention stuff and the terrible <laughs> things that they say on hot, a... hot nana i mean like in theory like it could still be attractive you know there's people my age beauty that are i the, the beholder
1: yeah. i believe that yeah it uh, ask my wife <laughs> 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 she's definitely got a unique look when she takes me as the like... It's her prize. She's like, uh, well, I'm calling myself a prize. That's pretty narcissistic.
0: Hey,
1: yeah. We're all a prize. We're supposed to, we are a prize. We're, you don't like yourself. Who's going to like you? Yeah.
0: That's
1: a great statement, dude. And people don't think about that. We're always like, oh, they don't love me. They don't like me. I'm like, do you like you? Do you love you? If you don't, how the fuck do you expect somebody else to?
0: Yeah. Like, it's, it's hard to like look at yourself and like try to pick apart, like, but I'll tell you what start trying to do a podcast and listen to the shit you say and watch your face. Like you start like i have never been more critical in my life. Like I'm terrified of like nose and ear hair now. Like I'm like, these don't even even work. I just had a ear hair on the first episode and I am just like, never going to let that happen again. I can't actually can't hear anything. Um, Uh, You're wearing, those are (laughs) actually uh, shooting
1: muffs. You're wearing shooting muffs. Right. You did to cover up your ear hair, dude. I, I I yelled at my dad last time I saw him about his shitty genetics and the fact that now when I go to the barber, they have to fucking trim me like a mogwai. I'm like, you know, getting the ears, getting the eyebrows. Yeah, at least you do it, like, though. Oh, yeah, I got to do it. Yeah. I, there's going to be a moment where I quit. I'll quit at some point. I think there's an age where you just go boop and you start yeah. letting those tufts come out the ears and you just give up on life.
0: Yeah, I just like there's i think that's one of the things i'll probably keep like i'll your keep hair? like no like keep clean <laughs> like somewhat of a clean yeah. appearance like i hate when my beard gets on my neck and, like itches and like oh yeah i don't know i
1: don't i don't mind my beard my yeah, it beard has to get to like is, a certain
0: uh, level i think and then it doesn't itch anymore but
1: yeah you don't want to have the, the in between beard it's kind of like growing your hair out you have like the mushroom for a little while or the karen You know, any, any hair above the chin.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I just start sending all my food back all of a sudden. I'm like, Oh, I'm at that stage.
1: (laughs) We're not even going down that road. (laughs) Hey,
0: if you send your food back, you were never poor and never worked in a restaurant. Sorry. Like it better be real fucked up or. I was so
1: poor. I ate people's food that they sent back when I was working in the kitchen. I was like, look at this perfectly good steak. I'm going to eat it because I'll never get steak again. <laughs> how
0: are you not like noticing that you're being rude to the person who's going to be alone with your food? Like, how do you not think that? I mean, I, I go by that all the time. Like, come on. Like, just be Blinders. extra nice.
1: And don't Blinders. come
0: back it sucks. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. If you're going to complain, complain after you get the check.
0: Yes. Yeah, it's, it's not going to do any yeah. good.
1: And then not- measure yourself at that point and whether uh, it's going to be constructive or cause any kind of productive change. If it's not, move on. Go buy yourself a chicken.
0: Yeah, exactly. Get a Snickers bar on the way home. Suck it up.
1: Yeah. They change from Betty White to whatever. Um, Rest in peace, Betty. She's a great person.
0: Oh, she's not alive anymore. Oh man, I thought she was going to make it to three hundred. Damn. So
1: how do you not know that Betty White?
0: I just because like always, not knowing Michael Jackson's dead. No, because I always thought she was dead, and then she wasn't ever actually dead. So I just figured she was never going to die. That's oh, amazing. So I had just been dead the whole time?
1: We're gonna check in with you periodically to see if Betty White's
0: still alive.
1: I don't know. <laughs> It'll be great. Like, yeah, like <laughs> that's disappointing. It is disappointing, right? Like that's a walking smile. She mm-hmm. was like just happiness in gray hair and love. Like, yeah she like, like everybody she gave good her. hugs yeah good person it's like was the same age forever no she, nah, she, she gave, really did right
0: yeah she lived she lived a good life i guarantee it, it made a lot of people happy so it's like it sucks when people pass on but if they can make it that far and like entertain that many people and smile that much like that's as well, best as you can possibly do she lived a hell of a life yeah, yeah. when i was a kid she looked old like in she lived to
1: last year she had golden girls were golden in the 80s yeah
0: like what the that's that's something wrong with this math here
1: yeah cuz they, they she had to be they, 130 they were golden girls like 50 years ago <laughs> literally
0: yeah, cuz there's like literally. Blanche who was like the hot one but you like oh yeah
1: she was the one that had like the inappropriate uh jonah's dad's love golden girls they they text us all the time and we <laughs> talk about it and like he knows everything they know every single clip of every single episode it's like it's girls. a good
0: it's not the kind of thing in normal, you would think like someone like me would, you know, like watch sports and whatever. But if Golden Girls is on, I'll watch it. Like that was part of the youth. Why wouldn't you? You know, like it's it was always funny. And like the old grandma reminded me of my grandma. Like picture it, Sicily. Like it's same shit. Like they all talk about the whole country.
1: There's certain shows that I would still stop on that are like TV land now kind of worthy. Like if I stumbled across the Jeffersons. yeah. If it. I hit the Jeffersons, I would sit down and not move for like fucking six hours straight. Yeah, moving on. Upcoming sign,
0: you're frozen. It's not you're not going to the next channel, dude.
1: I'm there. I want to see Sherman Hemsley walk around with his arms behind his back, telling people off. Uh, That's I'm good, you know. And again, we're dating ourselves. Um, Watch that. That said, we do have to pay the bills, so we have self-funded this to date, but now we have uh, taken on some affiliates and sponsors, and we have a chance to represent some uh, some cool things. Um, of our own merchandise, first, uh, we're selling t shirts. We have some stickers, cell phone holders, different stuff like that, a partnership with Public, So, definitely want you guys to go out there, pick up some stuff, show us some love, rep it, share it, you know, get it out there so that we can get in front of as many people as possible and affect as much change as we can. Um, It's weird selling stuff that has something you drew on it. That's bizarre. I don't know, I've never been that in my life, but I think that uh, it's It's a good good collective group. I think if we can identify like-minded people. Um, This is going to uh, help us affect change. Um, But we also have the, uh, we have the support of a couple of uh, sponsors and affiliates. You know, we have Riverside, which we're actually recording on right now. Um, Great system. 4k individual tracks producer modes media yeah it's um, easy you've been yeah
0: it's i tried been, a bunch of stuff and it was a failure till this
1: yeah I, I i gotta be honest i've tried all of the different platforms out there for this and i have been down the mp3 rabbit holes i have been down the you know will it cuts it together for you you know with ai and all this other crap and Dude, Riverside actually even takes the social media piece out because they started putting together like a clipping program where it will cut it where it's actually set up to go for reels or TikTok. It's like at a 916. It's already ready to go. You're like, it's perfect. And you can cut it straight from. So if you're like a beginner, this is going to really help you out. And if you're a veteran, you're going to get all those tools that are in like one specific area. And couple that with Podpage. And you'll be set pod is our other sponsor we're using for our website, most intuitive and inclusive program I've seen yet, dude. It, it actually gives you a framework to start a podcast is the way I look at it. Yeah. It gives like, you everything and, you need. Yep. And if you're a veteran dude, then you get in there and you start to figure out where the hell you've been, uh, not exercising all your opportunities. Um, so that, and then into the AM, this is the team today. What do you think? Yeah,
0: that's dope. I got to get some of those
1: shirts. I've just been slacking. Dude, love them. It's always neon colors and and shit like that, but their artists are super dope. I always get some kind of comment um, about how cool they are, and I think I had said it before. I I like them because I didn't get a chance to express myself as a kid. Um, Then I went into uniforms and suits, and now I get a chance as an old man to uh, be a kid again, and I'm going to be a kid with the coolest fucking T-shirts out there
0: it's the colors like i've bought a lot of shirts and i've been trying to make my own you know lines and it it, it's always faded no matter what and those those just pop off
1: they do and they don't fade that's the other thing man like every shirt that you get you know like one wash and the sleeves are like bell bottoms and it your mid your belly button's out in the t-shirt like it's already like shrunk that's the the lasagna that's the well that's the lasagna too but there's nothing worse than buying a shirt having it fit and then washing it once and then as soon as you reach to the top shelf of the fucking kitchen cabinets you can yeah. feel the wind across your mid-drift <laughs> or <Not> elsewhere <laughs> right so show us some love i i hate talking about products but if i'm going to talk about them, i'm going to talk about the good ones hey, um, you were wearing so that me- stuff
0: way before there was any sponsorship deal it's like if, if you're repping something that you're going to use anyway, so, like, I think that shit's cool, like. Makes my life you know, easy. People ask you all the time <laughs> where you got them. You might as well just put it up there,
1: cut out the bit. Exactly. Yeah. So, show us some love. You go to the website. We've got uh, Patreon, Ko-Fi, buy me a coffee, anything like that. If you guys want to make some donations, we can use it to get more, you know, gear, get better gas, and uh, keep funding this movement to uh, try to affect change. Um, I don't really have much else except for you guys are, all in store for a fucking amazing run oh you know what i'm in serious trouble dude serious trouble i know what you did you know
0: why right yep go ahead bye you forgot a guest i did forget a guest
1: (laughs) 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 who did i forget gary Uh,
0: i'm (laughs) father-in-law
1: i'm a quasi fuck up
0: yeah i mean it's like you, you see him all the time so i was like gonna get to it then i got off track and like and that's not even a word. I don't think off track is a thing, but uh man, that, w- that was an awesome guest. Like I I heard about him through you, you know, a year ago, and you could introduce him better than I can, but stories for days with him.
1: Yeah, what people don't know is my, my wife is a child of two immigrants, um, one from Italy and one from Colombia. Her father's from Colombia, but he has the wildest story about how he came here. And then ends up you know finding his solace playing basketball in new york city from Columbia. so being a new york street baller in a place where you barely even speak the language and navigating that life and all the different things that he talked about amazing i'd been dying to get him in here and you gave us this real big push for it and i'm super happy that you were on board for that and we wouldn't have done it without it
0: yeah i think uh you know i grew up what wishing that I could play street ball. I'm like five, nothing, but the Anwin mixtapes and all that Rugger park stuff was huge growing up. And you did nonchalantly, you know, mention I'm like what seventies, eighties, New York street ball. Like that's, I mean, super cool stuff. And to go from like Columbia to like, boom, you're in the Bronx and Manhattan. And like, now you're, I mean, street ball fights and crazy stuff going on everywhere and like to navigate that. And then like. And you know. not
1: end up in any nefarious situations because you're not coming from money in that type of scenario. So you're not, you're, you're not with the best crowd your entire, you know, time, right new to the country. So you're yeah. you're running the risk of getting sucked into so many different lifestyles. And he managed to enjoy, you know, white men can't jump and then <laughs> yeah. and not get sucked into all of the other BS.
0: Nah, you know, as you could just tell, he was a good dude and worked hard and cared about his family more than the bullshit and like just managed to avoid what he needed to, to get to a good, you know, spot where he could raise his family and keep them happy and healthy. You know, it's a, it's the real American dream, you know?
1: It is. If you want to hear about the American dream, it's actually coming out on the 4th of July too, which I love. It's a, it's an immigrant episode and it's going to, uh, it's going to keep you on the edge of your seat when you hear all the different places that he could have lost everything or made a different decision or could it, it just on on a hair Discourse. walking a line the entire yeah. time one wrong turn and it wouldn't have been i wouldn't have a wife
0: yeah it's it's crazy to really think about that like if i took this job instead of that or i went with this girl instead of her or I, like did this one little thing that i thought was going to be okay but i got pinched or something like there's always those little tiny one thing and it's left or right and that's it you know
1: and it's a rock in a pond.
0: Yeah. Just just be cool and have good energy. And exactly. like, you'll, you're going to attract the same. As soon as I started opening my mind up to different experiences and different people and, and really getting out there and not sticking with my comfort zone, man, my life got way better. You know, there's just a lot of shit I wouldn't have done, you know, growing up where I did and people I wouldn't have, you know, hung out with for whatever reason. Shit. And like now, like, I don't give a shit. who you are what you do anything like that like if you are cool i'm cool and i'm riding with you no matter what and if somebody doesn't want to be on that ride then they could get off because you know if if you're a good person and like i will stand right you know beside you like there's a times where this person or this religion and sexual orientation and race and age and social class and like it doesn't matter my best friends are from all of those categories and we all bring something to the table and we're cool and we're creative and we help each other out and Everybody could have that if you stop judging each other and being shitty and jealous and worrying about what 100%. you don't have or what they do. Just you know, and, and I'm not perfect. I get caught doing it all the time, and, and luckily, I have the kind of friends that put me in check when I do that kind of shit too, and say, "Hey, you know, you're we don't up, know dude. what yeah, we don't yeah. know."
1: I openly talked about this back in the day. I would, um I would call Andre and ask him if he would hold <laughs> racist court with me because I had a situation that I had been in where I wanted to know whether or not what I was thinking or how I, you know, came across or something like that. And it's always been no. However, one of the cool things is, is we would talk about what the mechanism was behind the reasoning for that you know particular situation what implicit bias there could be or what background that would make that someone views something that way whatever it is we don't know till we know so we would have it was veiled as a joke you know we would you know talk like that but i would actually learn you know and talk and we would have an open dialogue about something plus he just knows i'm not so it's i can kind of get away with being an idiot and it's fun you know it's like comedy i get the calls
0: all the time hey why white people do something like i'm like i don't know but it's like <laughs> it, it's, it's always like why, why 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 do they always say like got here just in time when the line gets longer or, why do only white people smell rain like <laughs>
1: <laughs> why why do only white people have to ask or say to the guy that's coming into the door you know the one guy that holds the door forever like oh you know they have to always have like a comment Boy. Like, oh, for oh,
0: do you take tips, uh, hey, yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we just you're gonna like, be here
1: for a while, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're just like, I don't know, but yeah, they had the one my buddy told me was about rain. Like, why do only white people say they could smell rain? I was like, hey, they, they, you're right. I'm it Like, yeah, but no one else says that except white people.
1: Like <laughs> smells like it's gonna rain. I never realized that. yeah <laughs> like, I, <don't> <laughs> I just got <laughs> well, called on that the other day yeah Warm outside. <laughs> all right, let's yeah. get out of here, man. We're just yeah. babbling now. Yeah, I'm hey, sweating. Thank you to everybody that assisted during the revamp and renovation and all that stuff. All of the uh, people that brought the creativity and art to the table, workers, companies, anybody and everybody that helped us out to date. I, I genuinely appreciate you, and um, I look forward to utilizing everything that you gave us to affect change. Make sure you guys listen to these episodes come up and just hold on to your fucking shit because it's going to be crazy.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Mom.
1: <It's... laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> We're going to end on that. <laughs> be cool and keep learning. Sorry, Mom. Oh, What's up academics? This is Jay. I'm here to talk to you about into the AM. This is a clothing and apparel company that I came across last year that has the absolute coolest designs. And the reason why I was attracted to it is because I grew up without a lot of money, like many others, and had to shop on that outlet rack with the irregular items, things like the fly was over four inches to the left or the right sleeve would be twice the size of the left. It looked like I was growing horizontally. Like, it's okay, honey, you'll grow into your left arm. So you really don't get a chance to express yourself the way that you want to. You go into life, you start putting on suits, you start putting on uniforms, and you realize you'd never had a chance to truly express yourself. Enter into the AM. A team of artists and creators who share a common vision. They see clothing as a canvas to express what drives you. Since 2012, they've developed premium apparel that elevates self-expression and provides unparalleled comfort for wherever your passions take you into the am's passion for change is the driving force behind their brand they remain committed to creating products that inspire and promote self-expression by partnering with like-minded organizations focused on giving back to communities in need last year they donated one percent of all revenue from their graphic tees collection to the art of elysium charity the art of elysium is an artist organization Built on the idea that through service, art becomes a catalyst for social change. For over 24 years, the Art of Elysium has paired volunteer artists with communities to support individuals in the midst of difficult emotional life changes. They currently offer 110 community programs per month, serving over 30,000 individuals per year. The only permanent thing in life is change. Supporting charities dedicated to helping those going through these changes, trials, and tribulations require a never-ending commitment. The onus is on us as creators to affect change through our true, authentic talents, and Into the AM is the model of how this is done. Their clothes are handcrafted with care. They have a team of skilled artisans that craft each garment with the highest quality fabrics and eco-friendly inks. Not to mention, these things don't shrink, they don't fade, and they fit as if they were designed supernaturally. I'm stopped every time I wear one of the graphic tees to find out where I got it. The colors attract attention from miles and the art is nothing short of spectacular with designs for everyone. One of my personal favorites, Twilight Maiden. Go take a look. End of the AM does all of this while putting their money where their mouth is. 30-day money back guarantee, lightning fast shipping, and hassle-free returns. The deals are endless. Graphic tea bundles, discount promo codes. Get over there. Check it out. I'm highlighting the teas. But I'd be remiss to not mention that if you want to walk around in the absolute most comfortable shorts, joggers, and basic tees, hit up into the AM. I even wear the basics to the gym. Head on over to the tragedyacademy.com, go to our sponsors tab, and follow the affiliate link to the Into the AM store. Help support Into the AM and the Tragedy Academy by purchasing the absolute best apparel and the best designs ever. And remember, academics, be cool and keep learning.